Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> dance party-loving wife, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, September 15th, 2019. It's just been a fun week. We had a great day yesterday with Rob LaBerry and his wife, Kim, from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Uh, we are going to have some fun on today's episode. Yes, indeed. I'm looking forward to today's topic, but yes, it was fun uh, getting to go out. It's always exciting when you get to experience uh, Disneyland for the first time through somebody else's eyes. That's true. Very, very, very true. It was <laughs> a great day yesterday. Thanks for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. Best place, however, to find us is on HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And if you go visit that site, please sign up for our newsletter because we're going to have some exciting announcements that are going to be coming up over the next few weeks. We want you to be involved with that, and that will be the first way you can find out what those announcements are. Right. In fact, you'll get to have sneak peek info before anybody else by uh, joining the uh, Hyperion Adventures through their newsletter. And you've done a great job on it, honey. I think it's it's uh, the site's looking great and love the addition of the newsletter. So Thank please, you. everybody, join. Thank you. Yes, please sign up. Uh, we'd love to have you along with us on this Hyperion Adventure. Of course, you can always follow along with us as well on social media. We are on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to email us for any reason, uh, you can always reach us at HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. It was so exciting to see how many of you really responded to us on social media this week for this week's topic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been a lot of fun and we can't wait to share some of your feedback involved in our show. Yes, we have a wonderful, fun episode today and you, uh, many of you took part in it and we're looking forward to uh, sharing your entries into our list as we go through it. But let's before we get to that, we have lots of other stuff for you today as well. More details on a new lounge coming to the Walt Disney World Resort. Your chance to see a beloved Pixar film in a very special way is coming. And we recap our visit that we just talked about to the Disneyland Resort to sample a few Halloween time treats, but more importantly, we visited with Rob and Kim from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast and took them to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge mm. at the Disneyland Resort for the very first time. So, yeah, exciting. Let's get this show going. Let's, I can't wait to get my dance shoes on. Let's get your show going, as <laughs> Michelle alluded to. Yes, well, you know, one of the things that you have told us is that you love our, our well, you love our five favorite lists, but you really love our musical episodes where we go through some of our five favorite lists. And so, you know, we've done some great ones, just, you know, Disney songs in general. We've done heroic songs. We've done songs that make us cry, which is probably our most popular episode, but we wanted to liven things up this time. So we thought this time we're going to do our top five Disney dance party songs. Yeah, this is this has been a challenging list to put together <laughs> because there's been so many things that have made the list, have been cut from the list, have moved up or moved down, and it's been fun. And I think uh, everybody who's shared with that probably had that same emotion that yeah, we did. It's been tough. When I was making my list uh, the other day, I started. I'm like, okay, these are going to be my five, no problem. And then I started editing some of this music that you're going to hear, and I'm like, oh no, that has to be on the list. Oh. 
but this has to be on the list. Right? This can only be there. It has to be higher on my list. <laughs> my list must have changed at least 18 times and it may still be in flux <laughs> as we go through this list. But yeah, basically this is a list of the songs that, you know, get you moving in some sort of way when you hear them, whether it be, you know, as simple as tapping your feet or bobbing your head, or maybe you actually do get up and start dancing to it. We love all the videos that you all post on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook of your little ones getting down to some of these wonderful Disney songs. And we thought we'd kind of go through and list our five favorite, as well as some of yours. Right. And uh, again, it's exciting topic and a lot of fun and can't thank you all enough for participating mm-hmm. with us. You guys are all wonderful. We really appreciate you and love you very much. Now, when we get to these lists, if you've listened to the show many times, you know that if you listen to my list, well, it's going to be pretty straightforward. You're going to know <laughs> where I'm going pretty much every time. I don't really sway from the norm very often. But then there's Michelle's list. And Michelle's <laughs> list is always fascinating and wonderful and interesting. And you never really know exactly where she's going to go. <laughs> kind of have an idea on a couple things that she might do but you never really really know what she's going to do so she always has the most interesting list so we're going to just always well we always start with her but we'll start with her definitely this time so let's get to it our five favorite disney dance party songs and let's get to michelle's number five. Oh, thank you sweetie uh so my number five is by owl city it's when can i see you again from wreck it ralph Love that song. I uh, really love that they added that uh, into the parks when they have the Paint the Night par- Parade at uh, California Adventure. It's a fun parade. and I love hear- getting to hear that song over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was on my list for the longest time. It was a late cut from my list. Oh. I really wanted to have it on there. And just for the reasons you talked about, it's a great beat. Just a wonderful, fun song. And yes, uh, if you ever seen the paint the night parade uh, whether it was uh, at it was at Disneyland Park for a while then more recently right. it was at Disney California Adventure Park that is the song that plays throughout it and it just really does it just gets you moving it's a great song yeah you hear that and you want to dance along with it yeah absolutely Hence the dance theme yes Ta-da! wow way <laughs> to bring it back home forever all our listeners I love that that was perfect <laughs> Well done. Thank you, sweetie. What about (laughs) your number five? You're so funny. My number five. My number five was actually higher on my list to begin with. And then as I was shuffling some things around, listening to some of these songs, it ended up uh, kind of moving back a little bit. But it's still a great song and is very deserved of being on this list. And uh, really one of my favorite songs that gets me moving and really enjoy it. And that is from The Jungle Book. And my song is... I want to be like you.
So as you can hear, of course, just just a great song, you know, Louis Prima playing Louis King Louis there, uh, just so fun. All the jazz, the horns, of course, the scat between Louis Prima and uh, Baloo, who is Phil Harris in yes. this, is just so. It's just a fun fun song and there's an interesting story that goes along with this and this part of the reason why I couldn't take it off my list is because I just love this story when I was researching this song so uh, Walt Disney the Walt Disney Company Walt Disney Motion Pictures sent the Sherman Brothers who wrote this song out uh, to Las Vegas to kind of get Louis Prima they wanted him to be this voice to uh-huh. be within it so they sent them out there and when they invited him to do this song uh, he, they they played it for him sang it for him and he you know mockingly responded to them uh, with this quote you want to make a monkey out of me you got me so you know <laughs> that is just so fun Sweet. and that was uh, that story alone was why it still it couldn't be taken off my list it had to be a part of it and just just a, you know the Jungle Book movie they, they they have great songs and that's just one of them oh yeah absolutely and uh, I agree that is a great song love that story never knew that um, it you know it was I toyed along when I first created the list it was definitely in the top 10 uh, and I wasn't sure if I was going to move it up but I'm glad you included it on your list yeah it, just a wonderful wonderful song and another wonderful wonderful Disney movie let's get to our number four Disney dance party songs and of course back to Michelle with a very interesting <laughs> pick I'm sure Michelle what is your number four Disney dance party song uh, here I'm just a sucker for love but my number four is that's how you'll know from the movie Enchanted Right. <laughs> I so mean, good. big production in the movie. A lot of dancing going on. Love the steel took uh, over, drums. <laughs> took over Central Park, and right? you know, it was just it just the, one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Which is a great movie. I love Enchanted so much. Yeah, and, it's a, it's a sweet and movie. Uh, yeah, that it didn't. It was never really on my list, but it's one of those that had to be an honorable mention for because I I. That one gets me moving as well. Right, yeah. So uh, hope that got all of you out there moving a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen Enchanted, it's just a, it's a delightful movie that is a princess story that kind of makes fun, pokes a little fun at all the former princess right, movies. Right. It's just an adorable movie. It is. It film. is fantastic. So, so uh, Great pick. Again, it Thank was definitely going to be an honorable mention for me. I, I love that song very much. And it, all it does, whenever it pops on to whatever music service we're listening to it does get me excited and yeah. i turn it up and enjoy it so very nice pick thank you again my number four pretty straight lace pretty much what you'd expect and it's from a movie that we have grown to really love it's one of our favorite recent movies it's a matter of fact from pixar and it, it comes from coco and it is un poco loco that you make me hit this just to go crazy the sense that you're not making the liberties you're taking you 
song from a wonderful movie if you would depending on what day you catch us on that may be our favorite pixar movie definitely right. our most famous our favorite recent movie that's come out uh we love the music throughout is this the best song in uh, coco i don't know if it's the best song but it definitely is the most fun song within coco i, I think we'd agree with that yes and definitely makes you want to dance for sure uh it, it too was on my list of consideration uh, i i think the only reason i ended up veering away from it was because i kind of thought you might pick that one and uh, to have a little bit of variety here in our episode, I, I figured give it to you. But I was definitely had it ready to mention as an honorable mention if it wasn't on our list. I thought, sure, you might have it somewhere on your list. So I'm a little <laughs> it surprised it's it not. Off. But yeah, uh, I love the guitar in it. And I love that they used kind of Hector's uh, foot bones, you know, as right. kind of like tap dancing <laughs> to kind of add some percussion to it. It's right. a kind of a visual thing as well as an audio thing. But um, I just love that song so much. And, uh, and that's why it's my number four favorite Disney dance party song. So very nice. Let's get back to the more interesting list again. <laughs> and let's get to the number three, Michelle's number three Disney dance party song. Okay. My number three is going to come from Phineas and Ferb. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Uh, actually, when preparing for this, I was thinking, well, I could actually do my top five could be all Phineas and Ferb songs <laughs> because I do love the music from that show. They have a lot of variety. They have a lot of great songs. So, um, but I, I decided I'd be a little bit, have a little more variety and not have it all be to one show, <laughs> but it did make my number three, which is the Gitchy Gitchy Goose song. It is a fun song. Um, it's something that I, I hear it and I do want to move around, tap or whatever. It's just kind of corny. I mean, some of their songs are, are maybe a little bit more poignant to a topic. This one is a little bit more fun, which I like. Um, and it's one that I really enjoy listening to with Scott. We love to dance to that one. And I think it would probably be number one on his list. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> loves that song. I love that song. You know, the funny thing about that episode is that so the you know if you haven't watched Phineas and Fur, basically it's day in and day out. They're just trying to make every day be the best day ever during summer. And so they're like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do today?" You know, it's part of the whole thing. And today it's going to be this day. It was we're going to hit um, have a one hit wonder hit right. song. You know, <laughs> and so they designed this song of like what would be the perfect hit song. And obviously it's worked on us because we love that <laughs> song. It's so great. Uh, but you know, when we sell Phineas and Ferb a lot, for those of you who've never 
watch Phineas and Ferb, especially with young uh, young kids who they would really, in, they, you, you'd be surprised at how much they'll enjoy this. The music is fantastic, and the humor is like, yes, yes, there's great humor just for the kids, but there are these jokes that go right over their heads and, <laughs> right. and will hit the adults right in the forehead that are so great. Um, the music is excellent and diverse and interesting. It goes from uh, hard rock to rap right. to full-on Broadway numbers. It's just, <laughs> it's really, really a fun show. And I think we rave about it maybe a bit too much, but we just kind of discovered it, even though it's been around for years and within the last couple of years. And it's now one of our favorite shows and it's definitely our son Scott's favorite show. We right. watch it uh, on Disney XD all the time. I know, you know, it's funny because there were some uh, friends and families that had recommended it to us in the past. And I don't know, maybe just, uh, it was one of those judging a book by its cover thing, looking at the you know what the characters looked like and I thought that just kind of looked kind of weird yeah but um so happy that we finally looked beyond what that cover seemed to be and and found a real gem in that show and it also has a lot of educational parts mm-hmm. to it I mean it, it you know it's it's not like a you know sit down and learn everything but they do throw in some really interesting and um informative facts and helpful information and it's a great great show and i'm so glad that they're going to have a new movie Mm -hmm. on disney plus uh with phineas and ferb so love the characters and i think you know anybody who has kids i i would say from two to tweens will find something in that show that they would enjoy yeah i i completely agree with you and yeah looking forward to when it's uh the new movie comes out in disney plus and of course be able to watch the series but you if right now they 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 uh rerun a lot of the episodes on disney xd but you could also go to disney now and they have all the episodes there if you've never caught it if you want to uh you know share it with your kids and see if you enjoy it like we do but uh okay done selling but it's yeah. a great show let's just say that so anyways all right love so that song stuck to one song there yeah very nice very nice choice um i love that song as well back to the straight laced <laughs> usual list that is my list uh my number three is kind of what you'd expect and that is from beauty and the beast and be our guest <laughs> Just a big Broadway show stopping number. It's so good. It kind of, even the whole song, yes, that, that whole. Uh, end there there is a part there makes you just want to start kind of joining into a chorus line and high kicking throughout (laughs) it but the song ebbs and flows and goes in different directions and I love both that version which is the original animated version I also love the live action version which has Ewan McGregor playing Lumiere and yes the Broadway version is excellent too love it all Um, Be Our Guest is one of my favorite songs and I it does does it really get me dancing and high kicking well I know you'd like to see that yeah yeah it, it might sometimes, but uh, but it does definitely get me moving every time I hear it. I so that is why it's my number three Disney dance party song. But enough with my list. Let's get to Michelle's number two Disney dance party song. Well, thank you. You know, and and, and I do want to take pause now and 
point out with this episode, I've been very good at sticking with no A's and B's. That's wow. It's amazing. Actually. I know, right? <laughs> so we're about to get a one and two or a <laughs> alpha and no, beta. Yeah, right. I was tempted. I was tempted. Um, but I, I know that we also have a lot of great uh, recommendations from some of our listeners that we want to share. So, And we might uh, also always, like we always do, cheat a little bit with some honorable mentions. That's that, true. <laughs> that's true. So our I, lists are five, <laughs> but they're really like 20. It's all said Exactly. Time, but, yeah. um, you know, but I figured, okay, this time I'll try to really stick to the rules and just go with five. So my number two, um, I love this group, Imagine Dragons, and love, love, love this song, Zero, from Ralph Breaks the Internet. Hello, hello, let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero. Let me show you what it's like to always feel, feel. Like I'm empty and there's nothing really real, real. I'm put away, I'm hello, hello. Let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero. Let me show you what So, yeah, I mean, it. I just, again, the beat, the sound of it, uh, very contemporary, just, I don't know, I don't know what to say other than the evokes the emotion of really enjoying it, really being powerful and wanting to, you know, party down. Yeah, who would have thought Wreck-It Ralph would in some way make it into like two of our right? songs on your on your list, <laughs> yeah. for a matter of fact, but that is a great song, whether, uh, just because it, it really just gets you moving. It is, it just the, the beat of it, whatever the tempo, it just really is a fun, fun song. And that's the thing about dance party songs is do they have to have the most, you know, the lyrics have to be so deep and it has to have so much understanding right. <laughs> and you have to really get involved in the song. No, sometimes a dance party song could just have a great tempo, a great beat. Uh, it could have a great chorus, catchy uh, lyrics, whatever the case may be, whatever it takes to get you moving. That's the best thing about a Disney dance party song. It doesn't have to be this groundbreaking, deep, meaningful song. It right. just is fun. <laughs> right. It's fun. And that song is fun. Yeah. Thank so, you. Great choice, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Looking Always. forward to your number two, getting close to number one here. There so your we number go. two. My number two was interesting because I was just going to put this song kind of in an honorable mention slot. And then I went back and I, as I talked to the beginning, I started editing some of these songs and I found a version of this song and I listened to it a couple times to edit it. And the more I listened to it, I'm like, okay, that's got to be on my list. And then mm. it's got to be higher on my list. Now it's got to be all the way up to number two <laughs> wow. on my list. And that is the theme to DuckTales. Yes, it, it got me <laughs> ooing just playing it right know, there in the background. Yeah. Uh, if it if it doesn't get you ooing every time you hear that song when they do their ooh, uh, I'm not sure if I, I have to question our friendship a little bit because that is such a great song. It does get you moving. It's just so fun. There's, of course, the original version from the original DuckTales and this version, which is the, uh, the new DuckTales, which is also a, a great show. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like this one just a little bit more just because the tempo is a little bit 
faster. It's a little quicker, and I, I think it just gets you moving just a slightly a bit more. But either version is so great. Um, I, I I just love Ducktales, and I love the Ducktales theme. Right, it is great. It's funny you should say that because um, you know I know we've been trying to catch up now on some of the newer episodes of Ducktales this week, and I at one point I kind of really noticed something in your face that I could say, oh, I think he's going to pick that song <laughs> to be on his top five list. So I'm not surprised that it made it on there. It is a great song, a lot of fun. And um, I think you told me one time that it kind of got the stamp of approval from Lin-Manuel Miranda mm. for being a great song. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he broke it down this way. He talks about a lot of actually the Saturday uh uh, was the Saturday afternoon or the, no, the Disney afternoons. Afternoon, that's right. what it is. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of their themes kind of have a same concept to them in that, that there are usually three key changes within mm-hmm. it. So it kind of gets you more excited as you go along. Cause the key keeps going up and up and right. up. And so you get excited, more excited and more excited. And when you listen to this song, yes, it changes keys three different times. And, uh, this version, by the way, what, what completely sold me on putting this up this high is that there's an extended version of this song. It's about two minutes long. I didn't want to play the whole thing for you, but you can find it. I may even link it in our show notes somewhere, but, uh, this song is done by Felicia Barton who really hasn't done a lot as far as uh, putting albums out or anything, but uh, she was on American Idol back about a decade ago. She's mm. done some writing for uh, some various different artists, writing some, uh, some songs, some songwriting for various different artists, but she sings this song perfectly. It, it just gets you pumped up and into the into the yeah. show. And I, I just love it. And again, as when I heard the extended version, I knew it had to be high on my list. Yeah, All the way to number two. Dis- right, right. Great Great dance music. Yes, yes. So fun. Again, just something that gets you moving. Now let's get to it. The number (laughs) one song. I can't (laughs) wait to hear what Michelle's number one Disney dance party song. I know it's got to be great. So let's get to it. Here it is. Michelle's number one Disney dance party song. All right. So... This one, I think I had it as number one all along. I don't think it ever deviated from number one. It is an amazing dance song. And it is Eye to Eye from a Goofy movie. Yeah, a great fun song, but also, you know, the pinnacle to an awesome movie, a movie that has a lot of emotion in it, sharing, you know, the challenges that, you know, teens or tweens are going through, and it, it addresses the issue of single parenting and sometimes how to how to connect, and I just love how this song, you know, showing that with family, you can get on the same page and you can overcome things. You're getting a little choked up I there. know, I am. <laughs> Very good. Uh, it's not one of our favorite movies. And yes, this is also my number one oh, wow. Disney dance party song <laughs> as well. So uh, what a great choice, obviously, oh, that I think man. you made because we it's saw eye to well. eye, honey. Yes, that's true. It's very, very true. Uh, this was lower on my list. And then again, when I got to editing the song, I'm like, no, this has to be 
right up there yeah. and, and eventually it just made it to number one because it is such a great song for a just a fantastic movie that's getting a little bit more run recently a lot more people are talking about it and how much they love this film but it really was under the radar for so many years and uh, we just love it so much and this song is kind of the culmination of the whole storyline mm-hmm. also we have this we went to 90s night at Disneyland just this past spring that they had the late night right. ticketed event and they a lot of that was based on some of the stuff that came out in the 90s and when they had the fireworks show they played yes DuckTales which was great but yes. then they right after this they didn't expect or at least we didn't expect it to happen they broke into eye to eye during the fireworks right. it was the finale for the fireworks was the entire song of eye to eye and it just brought the whole entire house down everybody yeah, was just loving was it cheering i mean it was amazing so we also have that memory with it just so many great things it's just a great movie uh did there at the end goofy max and Powerline, it was amazing <laughs> and yeah. uh dancing to it if you ever get out to the parks every once in a while you you can sometimes see goofy and if max is around every once in a while if you're lucky they break into yes. eye to eye and do the dance with it and it's just fantastic it's just so cool so uh yeah yeah i, I think oh, you had cool. a surprise i think you had a great choice oh. you know, <laughs> not surprised that you had a great choice just surprised that i actually had a choice that matched your <laughs> great choice that oh. your great list um my list was somewhat similar it's rare that uh my list is any good at all oh no um, not at all that you're you're, uh, you're with the classics you yes know? and i have to say a lot of what you had on your list i i had at one point on my list and just it you know this is the list that I finalized, but like you mentioned on another day, there might be some things that we would put in different order or whatever, but this is how we produced it for today's show. Oh yeah. I have no doubt by the time we publish this episode that my list will have changed. (laughs) It's already changed 18 (laughs) times. So, you know, uh, I'm going to, uh, it's one of the fun things about doing a podcast is like, we can revisit this again at some point down the road and I probably have a completely different list, but uh, um, these are, as we stand today on September 15th at, uh, what time is it now? It's about one in the afternoon, our time. That That is what our right. list is right now. So. <laughs> but we have a lot of listeners that also chimed in right. with some great lists. And I'd, I'd love to go through some of them as well, Michelle. Absolutely. What do we have from some of our listeners that helped us okay, out? Okay, so we have from Rob and Kim. They combined a, a, a list uh, and had some, has some great uh, selections on that. And their number five was Topsy Turvy from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, that's a that's a fun song that is you know the whole festival of fools thing and uh yeah that's you know in that movie it's it's dark and themed but it has some of the best music i think you will find a song per song from any disney movie that ever existed so good yeah that's that's a great song yeah absolutely oh there i'm getting on to saying that again (laughs) Hmm. uh their number four from the jungle book also is bare necessities yeah man <laughs> <laughs> that actually was uh originally on my list when i was doing the draft i had that one on there both jungle book songs um but had that one on my list so i'm glad that they included it on right. theirs it's a a great song and uh, i i had to decide just like you on uh because i 
when I heard the Louis Prima story, right. that kind of pushed that song over Bare Necessities, but Bare Necessities definitely gets me moving and it would have been one of my honorable mentions for sure. Uh, just another another great song from a great movie. Yeah. Uh, their number three is kind of uh, great because it's kind of getting into that season is from the movie Hocus Pocus, I Put a Spell on You. Oh, uh, yeah. Bette Midler singing I right. uh, Put a Spell on You. And uh, another movie. Is it a great, great movie? Is it an award-winning movie? <laughs> no. But it's just a fun kind of movie, nostalgic movie that kind of gets you into that Halloween season. It's just, just fun. So. Yeah. So awesome pick. Uh, their number two is the song Zippity Doodah, the Splash Mountain Attraction oh, version. Oh, the Splash Mountain Attraction yeah. version. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I can see your toe tapping as you're uh, kind of boating your way right? through Splash Mountains. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like that. That's a, that's an interesting choice, and I like that choice. Good. Yeah, I do too. It kind of, again, it's another one that also puts a smile on your face. Yes, you definitely. Know? Uh, and their number one is Star Wars theme Cantina Band. From Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. Technically, well, I guess now it's a Disney song, but really right. it was well before it was a Disney song. Yeah, that's why it wouldn't matter. Technicality. But I actually, I really Detail. thought that that was going to be on your list because you <laughs> love the cantina scene in A New Hope. Matter of fact, like she will fast forward to that scene and we like, as soon as we put the Blu-ray in, it's like right to that scene because that's how much she loves the cantina scene. I do scene. love that. And uh, fortunately, on our first journey to Batu. I was able to buy an instrument that allows me to play that song over and over <laughs> whenever I want. So She's ready to become part of the band now. Yes, please it? sign me up. <laughs> so good. So, yeah. It's a great choice. It, yeah, no, I, 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 I really thought for sure that was going to be on your list. I was a little it surprised. Was a it was a consideration. Yeah. It was a consideration. So nice. Thank you, uh, Rob and uh, Kim Rob and from Kim. the yeah. Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Good friends that we were just visiting with yesterday, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Yeah. Yes, and uh, we also got, uh, I, I guess it's a number one, and I'm putting my fingers up in quotations, uh, from the list from Frank Cardillo. It's, you can always be number one. You can always be a winner. Let Goofy show you how. Take it from Frank Cardillo right. to come up with a very, very yes. interesting song that many of you may not know, but that is from Sport Goofy. It was the theme to Sport <laughs> Goofy back in the day, and it's just fun. And by the way, it's by a band that's called 
uh, splash dance. But if you listen to it, you're like, that's ABBA, right? Absolutely. You know, but, yeah, it does sound like ABBA. So oh, my fun. gosh. Great, great, great list. Yeah. Our number one list. Thank you, Frank. Thank Appreciate you, Frank, that. very much. Great. Great choice. An interesting choice for sure. Yes. I think he's right up your alley with your I list. Know, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going to have to confer with him next <laughs> right. time we do a top five list. Make sure I'm not missing anything that's awesome like that. For sure. Um, okay. From OG listener Amy Adams, who, by the way, Amy and some other really wonderful people that we've uh, really connected with on social media over the years has just finalized their first step journey into applying for the moms panel. Um, every year there's an application process and we're really holding out our fingers across and holding out lots of hope. Amy would be an enormous addition to that team and we're hoping all the best for her. Yeah, uh, she would be a fantastic choice for that. But we are rooting for all of you out there that are taking your Hyperion adventure and trying out for the moms panel right now. They just closed the applications for the first round coming up just uh, just a few days ago right. and uh, we are rooting for all of you out there that are, are willing to take your time and put out the effort to help so many Disney guests right. enjoy their uh, their trips and their vacations uh, because it really takes a special person to want to put out that effort for you know really no pay right. you know, it's kind of a volunteer process so uh, we are rooting for you all and we hope that uh, your first round is successful and you get into the second round and you make it all the way to wherever you hope to finish and of course, that's probably the Disney Parks Moms Band. Most definitely. So anyways, Amy did send in some selections that I, I think her and her son had kind of put together. Uh, so the first one she she mentioned, she says it's uh, even though she hadn't has not been to Disneyland, which we're hoping to be able to meet her out here sometime. She said she loves It's a Good Time from Get Your Ears On. Yeah, we also got that from another listener, by the way, uh, Gina Colvin, who you can find on Twitter at Gina Colvin 3. She said, my son and I always sing, come on, everybody, get your ears on. It's a good, 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 good time. It always gets us pumped up and puts us in a good mood. Yeah, so it's so good. It really, I mean, <laughs> it tell me that dancing. didn't get you moving just when we <laughs> right? put that on. Uh, that was from the uh, recent, of course, Mickey's 90th birthday celebration. Right? And a lot of it played out at Disneyland. Uh, but it's just it's just a catchy, catchy song. Yeah. Amy also, I mean, kind of in the theme here of Mickey's birthday song, she says her son really gets jamming in the car when they listen to What We Got. Wow, that's a song I've never heard of before, but... I, I looked it up and it take a listen to this.
So I guess that was Mickey's birthday song from just a few years ago, but yeah. I don't ever remember hearing it before, but it either. is. It's, it it gets is. your toes tapping. It's got, and I love, uh, you know, the Steamboat Willie whistle there kind of in the yeah. background. You know, I, it's cute. It's a great song. Great it is choice. a great song. Thank you for sharing that with us, Amy. Mm-hmm. And she also wanted to add on the dance mix in the movie Monster University at the frat house. And she said, of course, you couldn't miss out on the new jams by DJ R3X new album dj rex uh from Oga's cantina we were jamming out to him just yesterday yeah. out there with the jedi temple archives podcast joining us and uh that is so fun that is it's just such a wonderful experience to be in Oga's cantina and then when dj rex is pumping out the jams i know it's all good it's all i good. love how so his nice. head bobs yeah, to the, the music. hand up in the air yeah whoop, good. Whoop. Okay. good stuff uh, also from listener Mercedes, she says, I love everything from Mickey's Mixed Magic from Disneyland, but especially the Frozen remix that's featured in that song. Oh, good. <laughs> I know. Love that beat. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I, I was tempted to play the entire thing. It's a minute and a half <laughs> long about the, this portion of Mickey's Mixed Magic uh, for the Frozen. It is so good. You should go find out. Actually, you should go find the entire thing because it is it, it is dance party fun through Disney you know, Disney-fied right. dance music you know, from Coco, from Grim Grinning Ghosts. Yes. Uh, there's just so much good stuff in that. If you want to start your dance party really moving, just find some place in there, your soundtrack, and just drop that full 15-minute piece because yeah, it is it's, really, it's amazing. really uh, good. And uh, when Mercedes, thank you, Mercedes, for putting yes. that in there because that, that actually, once I listened to this when I was editing, it nearly made my, because I love Let It Go. Let's, right. let's face it, I am a princess at heart. <laughs> if you ever uh, know Tom. I love Let It Go and that, it got me moving when I was recording it. So it nearly made my list, but I'm glad you brought it up so we could at least play a piece of it here for sure. Yes. And uh, last one on my list, I think you have some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrissy from uh, at Chrissy Music O. She loves jamming to the Tiki Room song. All magnificent production is yet to come. So strum the guitar and beat the drum. We've been a hit and we know you adore us. So come on and join us in another chorus. In the Tiki, 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 Tiki Room. In the Tiki, 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 Tiki Room. I need to stop that. Nice. Yeah, uh, I also love that song (laughs) so much. And I'm so appreciative, Chrissy, for, you know, one, you know, giving us your, your, you know, your number one song and sharing that with all of us. But yeah, great. Pick. It is <laughs> so fun. Written by the Sherman brothers as well. And just a, a fun, fun tune. And it's, it's, 
for nostalgia purposes alone, it's just worth it on yes. a nice day to go pop into the tiki room, grab a Dole Whip, go into the tiki room, right. enjoy the air conditioning at this time of year, and just kind of soak it in because uh, there is it, it's just fun. And yes, it will get you moving. If you're right? not moving when the tiki room song <laughs> plays, then you know what are you doing in the tiki room? I mean, honestly, Pay attention. It's great. a great song. It's great. So love it. Uh, nice choice. Thank you, Chrissy. Yeah. So I have a couple more here too. I have from uh, Disney Disney Fornia, who is at D Bellamy. Uh, he, he said the uh, or he or she, excuse me, uh, said the Swiss polka from the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, which is oh, an interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. Uh, part of our world podcast, who is at P O O W podcast, get, told us uh, actually asked a question: Does the Tron soundtrack by Daft Punk count? <laughs> sure. Why not? If it gets you moving, sure. Daft Punk is definitely dance music. There's no question about that. Absolutely. So definitely. I'm thinking that was from Keenan. Yeah, really. <laughs> Be my guess. Yes. That was probably from Keenan. Uh, thank you, Keenan, for taking part. And even if you were just kind of a little joke in there, it's right. still fun. And it is, it does get you, you get you moving for sure. And finally, this is from Instagram and uh, great friends uh, out there at, at vinyl and Disney said, we literally just had a dance party to our descendants vinyl. So I'm throwing out W I C K E D out there. Yeah, uh, so much (laughs) great music from The Descendants. I uh, you know we just had Descendants three released just right. a few weeks ago, and uh, that's a lot of fun. And uh, by the way, uh, you know, uh, check Disney Bound and Down Out, who is uh, uh, Vinyl and Disney's wife. They have the greatest videos and pictures from uh, out there on Instagram, yes. and they have a lot of fun with their daughter. I believe her name is Lorelai, and it's just uh, so it's cute. Awesome, yeah. So uh, definitely check that out. So those are some of yours. We had some honorable mentions as well. I'd like to hear Michelle's honorable mentions first. Uh- well, I think some of my honorable mentions were either ones that you would have included in that you did include, but also um, Try Everything by Shakira from Zootopia. I won't give up, no, I won't give in till I reach the Yeah, that uh, song uh, nearly made my list. It definitely right. was in my honorable mentions as well. And if this was the list of the most motivational songs, that right. also get to, uh, it might have been. Because, but I do love that song, and it is on our running list. Of yeah, songs, right. Songs. Well, so now you've named another topic we can do. Cool. That's true. Uh, another one of my honorable mentions was Dig a Little Deeper from Princess and the Frog. Love that. I love the whole entire list of music from uh, Princess and the Frog. So many great songs there. When I'm Human. And, right, um, yeah. Yeah, Dig a Little Deeper and Almost There. Just all great yeah. songs. And it's just great music. I, right. I love that too, yeah. And uh, one more Phineas and Ferb one I'll throw in there is Squirrels in, squirrels in My Pants. Squirrels in My Pants. <laughs> 
No one, no one was there seeing for you as a purpose going, what? What are you talking about? Squirrels in my pants. But, uh, it's got a good beat. It, it's hilarious too. So yes, it's great. I love it. It's so funny. So, What about you? What are your honorable mentions? Well, I also, I want to go back to a goofy movie. And I think that uh, really you need to uh, also mention uh, Stand Out. Again, uh, just another great yes. song, power line song. So it just it just moves. It's a lot of fun. He's trying to, you know, Max is trying to impress the girl, Roxanne. Right. You know, and it's just <laughs> it's cute. another great part of the movie. And that it, every time I hear that song, it gets you moving. And yeah, it, it might have been on my list if it weren't for that. I already had a goofy movie. Right. You know, Same. it's the number one eye to eye on the top of my list. But I love that one. Other songs that I love that could have been on my list. You're welcome from Moana. Right. Uh, Friend like me from Aladdin. I mean, that. How does that not make a list? Yeah. That Definitely get you moving for sure. Uh, Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion mm-hmm. King is True. another one. It's so good that I really love. Uh, we, You know, amazingly, we didn't have anything from Mary Poppins, but, you know, I mean, come on. Uh, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. So when the cat has got your tongue, there's no need for dismay. Just summon up this word and then you've got a lot to say. But better use it carefully or it could change your life. For example? Uh, yes? One night I said it to me girl, and now me girl's me wife. Wow. Oh. And a lovely thing she is, too. <laughs> She's Yeah, uh, just, uh, you know, that's fun. That gets that you is. moving for sure. Definitely. You know? Of course, there's the other dance song from Mary Poppins, which is a dance song about dancing, A Step in Time. Yeah, A Step in Time was actually, that was on my list fairly high to begin <laughs> with. And then it got pushed back off right. there because it's, well, I can't dance like those people. <laughs> but it does get you moving. And it is a lot of fun. It's just, you know, I mean, you just think, I'll link your elbow, step in time. Yes. Uh, just so good. I, I, two great dance mm. movie dance songs from the same movie for sure uh zero to hero from hercules which sure, also yeah. has some fantastic move uh music to it and this one was another one that nearly made my list that i think is probably deserving of being on uh many people's dance party list and it's i've got a dream Yeah, so that's just another fun yes. scene from Tangled, uh, another movie that we love very much. And uh, I know that that used to get uh, your uh, get son, uh, our son Scott right. dancing very often yes. as well. So yes, we still so dance to that. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, that one I really wanted to have on my list, but I just could not find a place right. for it. But uh, I, you know, I, I Michelle list was the best list. Mm. 
Uh, hopefully you liked my list okay. At least I'm sure you like number one because that's on Michelle's list as well. But uh, thanks to everybody that chimed in on yes. this. We'd still like to know. You still have time. We'll bring it up on our next episode. If you want to chime in with your favorite Dizzy Dance Party song, please email us, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on social media or whatever the case may be. We'd love to share them, but we hope mostly that you've just enjoyed our list of Disney Dance Party songs. Right. That was... Uh definitely a fun list to be able to put together uh again a challenging list it's always so funny when we come up with these topics and it when we first talk about them you know we're trying to plan our episodes it seems like oh, okay yeah that should be okay i could probably get five somewhere and it ends up being how oh, am i gonna narrow it down to five that is the you. biggest challenge yeah I, I i thought this was gonna be easy and i can't tell you how much i struggled over <laughs> I this know. list like it's important like you know if the, and also we cheat so these songs are going to get mentioned anyway so we were like really matters but i was stressing over like how can i not have this on the list or how can that not be higher on right. my list? you know it's just one of those things but so. just a lot of fun so yeah. that's our five favorite disney dance party songs now let's move on and we want to talk a little bit about the fun we had yesterday we were out at the disneyland resort mm-hmm. we had rob LaBerry, who you've heard on our shows many times he's been part of course the the star wars remembered series and he'll be back on with us a couple weeks about that and his lovely wife Kim and we went out uh, and took them to well Kim has been to the Disneyland Resort before it was Rob's first visit to the Disneyland Resort and it wasn't that far away so we wanted to be sure we were up there to escort them onto the grounds for the first time yeah I mean they're wonderful people and it's like I mentioned earlier it's always a blast when you get to go into a Disney park with somebody who has never experienced it before. They may have experienced a different Disney park, but if they haven't experienced that one, you know, just to kind of go through and, you know, see it through their eyes, what they're experiencing as something very new and unique. And so that's always uh, an honor to be able to get to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it really was. And we really appreciate that they wanted to do that with us. And uh, we just love them so much. So we were happy to get out there and kind of escort them through there. And uh, we did some fun things to begin with. The, the main goal of the day was to go see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, because if you know Rob and Kim, they're very big Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Of course, Rob is the host of the Jedi Temple Archives podcast, just to tell you how much of a Star Wars fan he is. So that was the main part. But we wanted to ex- them to experience... Well, actually, we really wanted to be selfishly to experience a few other things <laughs> with the them truth, first. Yeah. Uh, and part of that, one, one of the things that we love very much at this time of year, for those of you who go to the Disneyland Resort, to Disneyland Park, you know that this is the time of year when Haunted Mansion Holiday comes out, which right. is the nightmare before Christmas overlay at the Haunted Mansion. And we get excited for it every year. And we know that Rob and Kim are big fans of the nightmare before Christmas. Right. So that was the first thing we wanted to be sure we did. So we went straight to, well, we got a fast pass to the Matterhorn first and we'll talk about that in a second but we right after that we went right over to the Nightmare Before Christmas and um, it never fails to amaze me how they set that up and how wonderfully yes. fun it is it, I think it's one of the most creative and immersive of the overlays that they put out um, the Disneyland Resort does do a lot more Halloween 
themed overlays, whether it be changing music up or, you know, some of these other aspects of it. But that one is by far the most elaborate. And it is great because, um, and as, as we were talking about yesterday, it's super fun because it does have that Halloween theme to it. So it's great this time of the year. But since it is a nightmare before Christmas, and it does have some Christmas aspects to it it's fun to go see it again even during the christmas holiday time so it's an excellent overlay and i and i know that people from the east coast are kind of jealous that they don't do that over at uh, walt disney world yeah and i don't blame you right. <laughs> because we are very blessed Ed, to be able to have that out here at the disneyland resort and it's something we look forward to every single year it's just a lot of fun. And this year they actually had less time to throw it together because they were, you know, of course, just celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion out here on the West Coast. Yes. Uh, so then they they took, uh, usually it takes them about a month to put this in together. I think they did it in only like two weeks wow. this time. Yeah. And uh, you wouldn't know. Uh, it's just so good. And there, if you, if you know anything about this, if you've ever watched any of the YouTube videos that kind of are ride-throughs of it or whatever, there's always a gingerbread cake that is kind of in the middle of mm-hmm. the dining room scene. And they do a new one every single year. And this year's did not disappoint at all. Oh, my God. It was phenomenal. I mean, the creativity and the... Um wonderful boldness and color to it is wonderful. And then of course there's that a loving smell of cinnamon that, and that ginger you, and, and yeah, yeah, that you really get to experience as you're going on it. Yeah. It's just one of our favorite parts of it. And it just was so exciting to go through it and get to go through it with Rob and Kim. And I know that they really enjoyed it and we did yeah. too. Yeah. So, and we will be doing it many more, more times throughout this next several months of the season. Right. So. Well, there's a lot of details to it. So you mm-hmm. can certainly ride it over and over and catch new things every time you're going through that attraction. For sure. So that was a lot of fun. So so then we we happened we had a little time before our fast pass of the Matterhorn we hit Pirates of the Caribbean and you know we have never had the Pirates of the Caribbean breakdown point for us before <laughs> but Robin Kim apparently have and oh <laughs> uh, well this one never this one exactly did the same thing I mean, we didn't get escorted out but it did stop for about 10 minutes uh, in the yeah. middle of it we were like are we gonna get walked out of here or what's going on swim, uh, swim out yes. <laughs> So that was an interesting take, but uh, so that took a little longer than we expected, but we did get to the Matterhorn and we wanted them to experience the Matterhorn. I I think Kim has probably done it before, but Rob has not. Right. And uh, just because is the Matterhorn the greatest ride at Disneyland? Not by any stretch of the imagination, but is the original Disney mountain. Right. It is the first roller coaster that had the tubular metal tracks, Mm -hmm. you know, that they have that that is like a standard has been standard for years and uh, has been around for a long time. And that was the first one to do it. So we wanted to go on that. So we did that. And, the Matterhorn is always an interesting <laughs> ride, and you know, your body has to recover a little bit from it afterwards, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, it's it was great to be able to, again, go through an experience that somebody hadn't done before, so mm-hmm. that was a, a, certainly a treat for us. Yeah, then we had, well, went and had a little bite for breakfast, and we went to uh, uh, the Red Rose Tavern, mm-hmm. and uh, I know that they got the vegetable hash, which they right. loved very much, uh, which was interesting. We got the Beast 
breakfast burger, yes. which was hearty and <laughs> yummy. We split that between the two of us, and that was good. But then it was time. Finally, we'd <laughs> held them off long enough. We couldn't do it anymore. We took them to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yes, and, um, and it was actually a first for us in the sense of we got to go through one of the entrances that we have not been to. Mm-hmm. We'd been to two out of the three, so this was a, a little bit of something that was fun for us, too, and you know how it just really does seem to uh, melt away the Disneyland part of it and you're going into or, or traveling to Batu, uh Galaxy Far, Far Away. Yeah, I swear you forget that you're in Disneyland. I, oh, I, yeah. I, every time it amazes me, as much as we've been, we've been lucky enough to have been there several times now and still every single time I walk in, you know, and I walk back, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, we're in Disneyland right. when I walk <laughs> exactly. out. Exactly. Oh like, yeah. They're, I, yeah. You, you almost forget. <laughs> it's, that's how good it is. That's how immersive it is. It's yeah. really, really wonderful. But we spent several hours in there just kind of perusing around, you know, they wanted to check out the market. Of course, they wanted to check out the Falcon, mm-hmm. and that was great. We got pictures taken in front of the, the uh, Thai Echelon right. fighter that's out there, and, um, you know, we went through the marketplace, checked out the resistance area, and then we eventually went to Oga's Cantina. Yeah. And uh, well, before we get to Olga's Cantina, you're welcome. I did a lot to help the resistance. Thank you. So there's, I think there's you even little, stole plans for that tie echelon hope. for them, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, I digress. But yeah, we went into Olga's Cantina and what a thrill that was. Even though we've been there before, we actually got to be seated at a booth. Right. <laughs> Which was amazing. Uh, so Rob had sent up the, 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 uh, the reservation mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back when we, you know, the 14 day window opened up, which is what it exists right now to get reservations for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park. And he set it up for us around 1130 and we were out in line. You check in and they went in line and they came and escorted us in. Of, uh, you know, there were a few people ahead of us and we're right. like, oh, that's cool. You know, we're going to get to go in. And then they escorted us to a booth. Right. And so we got to sit down in Oga's Cantina, which is so a first cool. for us and uh, just had a great time in there. Yeah. Um, and the you know the atmosphere never disappoints it no. is it is the cantina it is a cantina that you would expect to be experiencing if you were in the universe of star wars and a lot of fun and, and everybody in there you can tell is just having a great time they're really digging it and, and as did we yes we had a great time uh bumping to uh dj rex's <laughs> right? soundtrack in there and we we had a variety of cocktails and uh it was just a lot of fun and then what do you do after you have a couple of drinks and ogas <laughs> you go right to go fly the millennium falcon <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> you know, so uh yeah we, we had it was about a 45 minute wait for smugglers run not bad at all we were enjoying the queue because we and uh, we been there for the previews mostly when we done smugglers run and mm-hmm. we kind of actually didn't get to check out as much as the queue as we liked as, as silly as it seems because we were kind of going really quickly right, up there right. the we didn't have any weight right very little weight uh so it was kind of nice to experience that 45 minutes flew by i don't even think it was 45 minutes i think it was right. more closer to 30 I when it was so really said, even yes. though it said it was 45 i think it was closer to 30 and uh it just zoomed by and we got in there and had a great time flying the falcon right and, yeah. we didn't do too bad right team green yeah team green <laughs> that was great we, we you know we we finished that off we went through a little bit more of uh of galaxy's edge then we brought them over to disney california adventure park into one of our favorite spots that we've talked about many times on the show the alfresco tasting terrace and had a couple small plates and a glass of wine or a cocktail mm-hmm. and just kind of closed out the day with them and it was just a a really wonderful trip with some of our best friends and we really really enjoyed it we sure did i mean and as you mentioned that is one of our favorite places yesterday uh 
was a scorcher here in Southern California. Mm. Um, it wasn't too bad, especially in the morning. It wasn't too bad. But, you know, midday or early afternoon, you know, when the sun is just beating down and if you find yourself in the sun more than in the shade, you realize that it's it's pretty, pretty tough to be in there. But going into the tasting room there, you're you're under the grapevines and you're getting to just relax. You you get to experience and the sounds of Disneyland or California Adventure, I should say specifically. Um, and just have a great time of having, like you said, some some cocktails and wine and some small plates and being with some great friends. I know that they had some uh, family mm-hmm. visits in the even, early evening. So, uh, you know, kind of wrapped up our day in a very nice, fun way. Right. We are going to see them again on Tuesday night. We're going out to the Oogie Boogie Bash Yay. on Tuesday night. So we'll be out there visiting them at the park on Tuesday. And by the way, if you are going to be out at the Oogie Boogie Bash, look for us all out there. The Jedi Temple Archives podcast, Rob and Kim and Michelle and myself we will all be out there enjoying the festivities and it should be fun so kim and i will be wearing uh it's not costumes but we will be wearing we'll be representing nightmare before christmas nice i Mm -hmm. like that perfectly appropriate for the oogie boogie i know the first ever oogie boogie bash it's gonna be exciting and we will tell you all about that next week and i'm sure if you follow us on social media we'll have some pictures and some other things going on from our night out at the oogie boogie Mm -hmm. bash so that's that's kind of our main topics of the week, but we always like to get to our Disney stories of the week, and we're kind of back at it again. After D23, things slowed down for a couple of weeks, but we're getting a few more stories back into the news this week, and so let's get to our Disney stories of the week, and I'm going to start with that we now have more details on the Beauty and the Beast theme lounge that's coming to Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa at the Walt Disney World Resort. I remember uh, several months ago when we were out there, we got to see some of the concept art mm-hmm. for it. And so now that it's, uh, you know, getting closer, it's great to see some of the more updates and mm-hmm. information. Yes, yeah, so we got a lot more details on it. This from the Disney Parks blog. This reimagined lounge will be called the Enchanted Rose or just Enchanted Rose and will celebrate the magic and romance of Disney's popular live action movie. So it's based kind of more on the live mm-hmm. action version than the animated version featuring Four unique spaces inspired by Belle and the Beats. The the lounge includes a chandelier inspired by Belle's flowing ball gown, as well as a formal library that will showcase classical Baroque designs and French furnishing. There'll also be a garden room, which will take its its inspiration from the enchanted forest surrounding the castle, and an outdoor patio that will invoke the romance of Beast's Garden Terrace. That sounds wonderful. It does sound wonderful, and it also fits right there. I think that's a great location to have that type of themed lounge with the different uh, aspects to it. It was an area I think that they really did need to um, refurbish and and make a little bit more um, modern, more attractive to a broader audience. Mm-hmm. It really sounded really cool. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. I know it's one of the places we may hit up on our trip in December. Uh, the Enchanted Rose will feature a delicious menu with a variety of shareable bites, snack on an artisanal, artisanal easy for me to say, <laughs> cheese selection with pine nut bread and raisins, or enjoy an ex- exquisite... Boy, I'm struggling now. <laughs> An exquisite dish of white sturgeon caviar served with egg timbale, creme fraiche, and 
chives. I know you love your caviar, so yes. that may slide up your alley. <laughs> In addition, you could try mini smoked short rib sliders with glacier blue cheese and onion marmalade on brioche buns. Now we're talking about me. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or if seafood is more your style, you can order the espalette pepper spice shrimp or octopus a la plancha. Uh, with black olives, blistered tomatoes, and fingerling potatoes. Also has a great uh, cocktail and wine menu and uh, beer as well. It just looks great. And it's going to be opening, they say, this fall at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, that's exciting. And the menu, from the, the items they showed and they listed, I didn't go through all of them mm-hmm. and the cocktails and everything. They all sound fantastic and interesting. And there, all, there's a lot of lounges that are opening up now. There, you don't even need to go to a regular restaurant anymore right. for dinner just go out there and get a lot of small plates and sample them with your friends and family and enjoy it all and uh, this seems like one of those places that's perfect for that definitely does and yeah you're right it's it is a great atmosphere to be in and um you know just share everything and try a lot of different things and and kind of have an adventure yeah Definitely. Sounds great. And we're looking forward to checking it out on our next trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. Moving on. Tickets are now available for your chance to see a beloved recent Pixar film in concert at the famous Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm, this straight from a Disney press release. Disney and Pixar's Coco will be brought to life on stage for the first time ever this November at the Hollywood Bowl for one weekend only, Friday, November 8th and Saturday, November 9th. The spectacular event in Los Angeles will include an all-star lineup of special guests, including Benjamin Bratt, Eva Longoria, Carlos Rivera, Miguel, Elena Ubach, Alex Gonzalez, Jaime Camille, Lele Pons, Rondo Mancuso, and Natalia Jimenez, who will appear throughout the evening as the beloved film plays on the Bulls movie screen, accompanied by a full live orchestra. How exciting. Yes. You know, we did um, Nightmare Before Christmas out there in the Hollywood Bowl, and that was phenomenal. It was so great. Similarly, they had the stars out there to also um, be a part of it. And then you have the orchestra. Uh, it gives you chills. Yeah, it is. That was so good last year. We enjoyed that so much at the Hollywood Bowl. And when this came out, we were like, oh, that's awesome. Unfortunately, we had like literally days before, like just a few days right. before purchased because they're doing a pick uh coco in concert with the san diego symphony i mean it doesn't have all these stars with it (laughs) but it is going to have the san diego symphony and the film playing in the background so we bought tickets for that before this was ever announced and so then they announced this i'm like we can't really do both (laughs) we we debated it for a little bit but we're like we can't really do both so unfortunately we're going to miss out on this but it's a wonderful chance for anyone who either wants to visit the Southern California area or definitely who is in the Southern California area to go check out this fantastic movie in a very special way at a very special location. Yeah, definitely. It'll be a blast. And so we're going to, uh, we're going to stay true to the very local San Diego Symphony, which is will be awesome as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if anybody's interested, the one at the Hollywood Bowl is probably going to be 
pretty impressive. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I have no doubt. It's going right. to be fantastic. They recommend that, or actually they, they, they encourage you to dress up in Day of the Dead costumes nice. for it. And uh, Mariachi Divas, who we just caught a little glimpse of yesterday right. a little bit when we were out there, uh, they will be entertaining the audience with traditional mariachi music throughout the night as well. And uh, tickets are going pretty quickly, but last I checked, there were still some tickets available. Now we're recording this on Sunday, September 15th. We I uh, checked on this just the other day and there were still some tickets available. So I can't guarantee you when you actually listen right. to this that they'll still be there, <laughs> but they are right now and you can go get your tickets at ticketmaster.com if you do want to attend this. Yeah, that would be cool. And if anybody does attend it and want to, wants to share some of that information with us uh, later in November, we'd love to hear about we it. We definitely would for sure. So uh, speaking of Coco, if you can't make it to the Hollywood Bowl, well, you can still celebrate the film and Dia de los Muertos at Disneyland Resort again. And we saw a little piece Mm -hmm. of this on our visit yesterday. This from the Disney Parks blog. Paradise Gardens Park at Disney California Adventure Park. Se viste de fiesta to celebrate the return of one of its most fun and colorful seasonal experiences, Plaza de la Familia. Yes, and it is beautiful spectacular and love the touches love the um where they have where you can also make note of of family or mm-hmm. friends that uh, that have passed and make pay honor to them and, and leave that little mark there in the park as well mm-hmm. that's uh, it's really a cool moment uh, to be able to add some of your lost loved ones friends family mm-hmm. or whatever to the list and to see so many names being hung there it's just a really touching moment to do that but uh yeah so plaza de la familia honors the beloved pixar film of course coco and the everlasting bonds of family with picturesque arts and crafts activities mouth-watering mexican food and inspiring live entertainment including the mariachi divas who we were talking about just Mm -hmm. a little bit ago they are part of this as well we brought home actually some of the food last night that's why we we packed up we were wrapping up with rob and kim and we went over there and picked up some of the food and took it home with us and that's what we had for dinner last night it was delicious it was delicious um and we had uh, quite a variety here of, of food and even uh, topped it off with the beautiful cocoa cake. How colorful is yeah, that? Yeah, cocoa cake is so good. Kind of a, a churro-focused cake. It's like a regular kind of sponge cake, but right. kind of with a churro filling right. in the middle. It's delicious. I love it. We also had the uh, tamale play. I had the pork tamales, which I thought were good. A little dense, but they were still tasty, mm-hmm. delicious. Uh, you had the uh, tortitas de papas, which is kind of a potato cake right that was a nice little kick to it yeah didn't it? yeah that was their vegan dish and they also had some um pickled um vegetables, vegetables with on it. the side yep. um yeah it did have a kick to it. it was great um really tasty loved it i actually feel like that's something i would go back and get some more yeah i tasted well. it i thought it was delicious yeah. uh, i loved it and that was uh, really wonderful but so uh, definitely check out that mm-hmm. food uh out there as well and also um this will also be your chance again uh, the musical celebration of Coco has returned to Disney California Adventure right. Park. If you remember it from last year, if you saw any of the video or the photos from it, this is where they celebrate the story of Coco. And they, of course, have the 
various puppets, right. including the puppet Miguel, and they perform many of the songs from the film along with the mariachi divas show up as well and play along with them. It's just a wonderful, wonderful show. If you've seen it, it's been recently out at the uh, Mexico Pavilion at, uh, at uh, Epcot at right. the uh, Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, it's also back now at the Disneyland Park for a, a month or so here. Yeah, so if you get a chance to, you wouldn't want to miss it. It's, it's lovely. Yes, so definitely go check it out. That's my Disney Stories of the Week, but I think Michelle has some interesting news, some <laughs> Disney news, or maybe it's some Hyperion Adventures news that she wants to share with some of you. Right, I guess it's a little of both. but Kind of a tease, It actually. is a tease, yeah, because actually it's an announcement that we're going to make on social media uh, during the week that will be, you know, taking effect later on starting next week. But uh, if you do go on and sign up for our newsletter, you will be the first ones to hear about this exciting uh, release that we're going to be talking about. So we really encourage you go to HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com and sign up for that newsletter so that not just for this newest announcement that's going to be kind of fun and exciting, but for, for other future information, you'll get that first. And there's a lot of fun, interesting things that come out in that newsletter so we really want people to sign up for that yeah we love that you we, we want the show to be as interactive as possible we love that you you know took part in our episode today yeah. and uh, we want you to be more involved in our episode so michelle has come up with some ideas that i love she's really done a great job of some <laughs> interesting you. ideas and we're going to be breaking out a couple of these ideas over the next several weeks and yes uh the first people that will find out about it will be the, the people who subscribe to our newsletter. And if you go on the website to, to find it, it'll kind of be like, almost as you're exiting, it'll be a pop-up window that comes up and it'll just ask you for your email address or whatever. And that's how you subscribe to the newsletter. But we will also be sharing it socially as well. But if you want to be the first one, just as Michelle said, to find out about it, please sign up for the newsletter. Absolutely. So thank you, Michelle. Yes. Thanks. Uh, nice tease for what we have coming up here in the next several weeks. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, However, we never leave any show without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation, whether it be just a day at the parks, whether it be an entire week's vacation, whether it's Disney Cruise, Run Disney, whatever the case may be, we like to give you some sort of tip that might help you on your path, help you get the most out of your vacation. And we always start with Michelle, one, because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> has some serious, great dance moves, Disney dance moves as well. Uh, but she also always has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, thank you, sweetie. So um, actually, I had another tip in mind for today, but I, I'm putting that on the back burner for another week because this one, um, I got inspiration yesterday from talking to Rob. Um, and it had my, so my tip has to do with golfing. Oh. So if you are an annual pass holder for Walt Disney World, you may know this, but you may not. But there are some special offers for those of you who love golfing. Mm. So they actually have two different uh, promotions. One is called Sunrise 9. And so for as low as only $35 plus tax, you can enjoy nine holes of golf a hot breakfast, and two beverages. Wow, that's a great, that's right? a great deal. I know. Yeah. So the golf courses that are uh, included in this offer are the Disney Oaks Trail Golf Course, the Back Nine at Disney's Lake Buena Vista Golf Course, um, the Palms and Magnolia Golf Courses. Uh, so how it is, is before your round, you can get to dine on a breakfast sandwich and your choice of coffee, orange juice, or water. Plus, post-round, 
you get to have beer or soft drinks. Nice. Yeah. So, and as a pass holder, you always get to, you also get to score complimentary pre-round range golf balls. Mm. Now, if you prefer to tee off late afternoon, the annual pass gives you an option for that, which is called the Sunset nine promotion and this one is for only $29 plus tax it includes nine holes of golf also a light snack uh and beer or soft drink nice so it includes the same golf courses as i mentioned before which is the oak trail lake buena vista palm and magnolia courses but i thought that's a great fun side thing to do uh you know if you want to do something different that than going to the park every time that I thought those were pretty great prices for yeah, annual pass holders. <laughs> that is really a great price, as a matter of fact. To include for, some you know, food along. Yeah, I mean, it's only nine holes, but, I mean, you're, you're out of Disney anyway. Why not, you know, I mean, you don't need to play 18 if you're out of Disney. You yeah. Play nine, have a good time. It'll only take you a couple hours to get through nine holes and uh, get a little snack, get a little drink on. And I yeah. know we, Rob and I were talking about how at some point we're going to try and get together for a golf outing. Maybe it'll end up being at the Walt Disney World Resort, maybe one of these. I know you... You and Kim were talking about how you would have some cocktails and ride along in the carts right. and, and watch <laughs> us play, and that would be a lot of fun. So uh, that's a great way to approach it. And if you're, you, sometimes when you're at the Walt Disney World Resort, you forget that they have these great golf courses out there until you happen to be driving along. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. There's right. Shades of Green over there or whatever. Yeah. You're like, wow, that's right. I forget about the great golf courses that exactly. they have here. But uh, just another interesting thing that you can do on your vacation to the Walt Disney World Resort. Yes, and if you don't play golf, obviously they have another option for you which is mini golf <laughs> yes which they have another couple courses right that, with that fantasia yeah. yeah so anyways that's my tip that if you're into you know trying to look for something different at the while you're at the walt disney world resort for a vacation uh, and you're into golfing and you have an annual pass holder there's some really great options available for nice. you Nice. Those are great choices. And again, Michelle's tip, always the best <laughs> tip. Now to my tip, which was another thing that I also was inspired by our events that occurred yesterday on our trip out to the Disneyland mm. Resort. Okay. And uh, we did sample one more thing uh, from the Halloween time out of the Disneyland Resort. And that was the pumpkin spice milkshake mm -hmm. from Flo's V8 Cafe, which we tried last year and we tried it again this year. And it is as delicious as ever. We highly recommend right. it. It is very, very good. However, as you may know, uh, Disney has recently made changes to the straws that they provide you for some <laughs> of these things, okay? Um, and credit to them for doing yes. so. I mean, I think it's very important to limit as much plastic in the world, especially when you're as large as, as Disney is mm -hmm. and putting them out there. However... The paper straws they provide you now, while they can be somewhat fine for, you know, a soda right. or a glass of water or whatever the case may be, when you're trying to get a really thick shake <laughs> through them, I know my straw was wrecked by near <laughs> yeah. halfway through my shake. So here's one recommended recommendation I'm going to make to you. When you get your shake, and by the way, you can mobile order those shakes right. just so you know to kind of cut your time so you can get these wonderful 
cups of deliciousness when you get there. <laughs> Ask for a second straw yes. because you, these are so thick that you really have to work on that straw and you will wear out that straw Good pretty point. quickly. It's not a bad idea to have a second straw to kind of go along with it so you can go right. and do it that way. Is it wasteful? Maybe a little bit, but at least the paper straws are not as bad for the environment as the plastic straws are. Better yet, if you're that worried about the environment, there are plenty of reusable straws that are being sold out there right now that come with like little brushes to Mm -hmm. clean them appropriately or whatever. Pack one of those in your backpack, bag, whatever you take, and use those in the park, and then you won't have to worry about this problem with the paper straws if you hate them or if you just want something that's a little more reliable for you. But those are kind of ways, especially with some of these thick drinks that are wonderful and delicious but are very, very <laughs> tough to get through a paper straw at times. That is actually a really great tip. You want to enjoy that drink. And, you know, we took that as we were walking out. So, you know, having that straw be, you know, pretty bent and messed up by the end made it difficult uh you know for the ride home (laughs) yeah so just a little tip that might help you on those but those definitely go try those uh if you like pumpkin spice at all those shakes are brilliant uh they have a nice caramel in there and some graham crackers and it's just yummy 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 goodness yeah i couldn't agree more they are great we got one each she's like you want to split it with me I'm like, no, I'm getting my own. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. So, good stuff. So. Yeah. And I, I read that they have another one over at Disneyland, I think at the Red Rose. Red Rose. Yeah, the Red Rose and Tavern. So, it may be the same. I don't know. It sounded like it might be a little different. Slightly so, different. Yeah. But so, I'm looking forward to trying that maybe Tuesday. Yeah. And speaking of that, that's what we will be doing next week. We will be recapping our trip out to the Disneyland Resort and the first ever Oogie Boogie Bash. And yeah. so, we will be telling you all about that, give you our reviews of the night. You know, and we'll hopefully plan on trying out even more of the Halloween time treats and telling you all about, you know, the new World of Color show that mm-hmm. they have there and some of the many, many things that are going on at the Oogie Boogie Bash. Right. Yeah. Because this World of Color will be themed with the mm-hmm. Hollywood season. Uh, not Hollywood, sure. Take two. <laughs> Halloween season. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm no. still thinking the Hollywood Bowl that uh, I want to go still, see. Go, I know. Go. <laughs> and I'll go look for tickets again and see what was available. But, uh, no. uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Again, with Robin Kim from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. And that's going to be a lot of fun. And we will be recapping it that night, probably on social media, but also definitely on our next episode. And if you're interested in going to one of the Oogie Boogie Bashes, um, I would say jump on it because... I don't even know that there's last I saw there was only one left available and that may be sold out. Oh, now. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I had looked a few days ago and there were still several dates available, but yeah, it's pretty popular, but hopefully you've gobbled up some of those tickets and right. hopefully maybe we'll see you out here this Tuesday, but hopefully you'll get your chance to go out right. there before the season is done. And if you don't get to do the Oogie Boogie Bash, there is such wonderful food, um, decorations, celebrations related to Halloween that you will still have an amazing time out there. There's other attractions with Halloween overlays that you'll get to experience. So don't be uh, too disappointed if you don't get to go to um, the Oogie Boogie Bash because you still can have a fabulous Halloween celebration throughout September and October. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll still say it every every year, pound for pound, uh, Disneyland Resort just does holiday season decorations much better than the Walt Disney World Resort. Walt Disney World Resort does great Mm -hmm. holiday decorations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Disneyland has them beat, especially at Halloween. Yeah, I was going to say, especially at Halloween, it's... 
it's tops. Like I said, pound for pound, if you just look at the size right. of, of both resorts, um, are there more decorations in total at Walt Disney World Resort for like Christmas? Yeah. Yes. But if you look at the size of the Disneyland Resort and how many decorations you can find within that size, right. uh, Disneyland blows the most way, especially for Halloween. So get out there and take advantage of these decorations and go check it out and have a good time. So that's it. Uh, please, please follow us on social media at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. That's Twitter, by the way. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And you can always email us if you want to contact us for any reason at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And what we'd really appreciate if you're listening to this podcast is to give us a little uh, rating and a review. We certainly appreciate it. Anything that you could give us as feedback because we want this to be a wonderful experience for you all. And best of all, too, if you tell a friend about us. Yes, please. That's the best way to, for people to find out about our podcast or any podcast you love. Tell your friends about them. But then, yes, if you have the time, a rating and a review are helpful to us all. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. But until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.